You're listening to Borderline Idealists. Join us every other Sunday for new episodes where we focus on anxiety, depression, and BPD. Log on to BorderlineIdealist.com for past episodes, blog posts, and our Patreon link to support us. Together, we can give a voice to those who suffer from mental illness and tear down mental health stigma. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Borderline Idealist. This is Chris. And I don't know who I am. Who am I? Am oh, I? No. Are you suffering from a sense of self? Am I not suffering? Not <laughs> <laughs> no. hmm. I think so, Yoda. <laughs> a sense of self, not knowing. Do you not know? I don't know. Ugh, I can't do the other thing. You're you're doing a good job, Chris. <laughs> okay, we we tried that. I'm I'm AJ, of course, and we wanted to talk about sense of self. Yeah, so we were talking in this past week, we, we sort of talked about sense of identity, sense of self, and how oftentimes BPD can cause an unstable sense of self. So that's one of these contributing factors, or one of these um, things to watch out for. Uh, or, wait, how do you know? Oh, I just You're acting like you have first-hand knowledge? My sense of self is always off. <laughs> No, well, so, what is yeah? What does sense of so self yeah. mean? Or an or, unstable sense of self. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure a lot of us kind of get an idea of what that means. But so, an unstable sense of self, a sense of identity, means that you don't have a good sense of who you are as a person. Some examples of an unstable sense of identity include um, feeling like you don't know yourself, having a very unstable sense of who you are and how you feel about yourself. And oftentimes, feeling empty much of the time. Uh, does that sound like something that you've experienced? Yes. Hmm. Well, do you tell? Yeah, uh, <laughs> feeling feeling empty. Feeling empty is one. Feeling, um. I I, I think that's kind of the same thing. But when, when I'm feeling kind of uh, hopeless. Mm-hmm. Hopeless, uh, empty uh, life kind of loses its meaning. It's like I, I forget, I forget like all the things that I, I can do, and I just kind of focus on, um, the yeah, yeah, the, the the negative things instead of, um, yeah. remembering. I guess I guess a part of my values would be like the DBT, or I don't know. I maybe a part of my values is you know I want to, um. I want to be happy. <laughs> I want to be like, like mentally well, you know, or something like that. So maybe I'm going for some values. Well, something that I've noticed too is that you sort of lose a sense of where you're going in your direction in life. Mm-hmm. That you, it seems like you become disoriented, and as far as like, and overwhelmed, I think. Oh, right. Too many, too many ideas for too many things. And what you, where, where you want to go in life, how to get there. Um, things like that so and it comes like it comes and goes because sometimes you get really focused on that like when you created your board um and you have a clear sense of yourself 
It's you a, know, it's important. Oh, we've mentioned it before. Okay, well, I'm just, some other people okay. might be new, just so. pointing at it, and they, they're like, the board. The board right there in front of me. It's where I put all my victims. Um, no, we have, a, you have, on, on the far left side, you have a list of different um, music lyrics that are inspirational to you. Then we have um, a list of bad ajani and good ajani. So it's a dry erase board that I write basically... Um, I think it's like a, a vision board, mm -hmm. which my sister makes every year. She actually like writes down uh, stuff and, and clips things out of the magazine. Have you seen those before? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, so similar that's to kind a vision of, board. But yeah, it's just, it has all the, um, like it says, not what I can't do, but what I can. Um, it just has different things on there, like uh, my goals. It reminds so. you what to work on, poetry, stories. So it's like... It, it actually has a, a section where it says goals. So these are, you know, when you did that, that's, you were, you had a very, from my perspective, a very clear sense of who you were, you know, the condition that you had to, fi to fight every day. And then you're like writing these things down as to how to overcome it, how do you reach your goals, and how to get through the bad days. Right? Mm -hmm. So that was like a really good, this is who I am. I have this thing called BPD and depression and anxiety, but this is how I'm going to get through it. And then sometimes you lose sense of that and you lose sense of who you are and yeah, I'm what you about can that, do. Yeah, that right now I'm like, yay. Like in my mind, I'm like, yay, that sounds great. But in like two seconds, I'm going to be like, oh God, mm -hmm. why? <laughs> I mean, I think I told you about this um, this week. I feel like I'm like trapped in a, in a cycle mm -hmm. of just things get really um, hopeful and very high and then it just comes crashing down and then goes back to the same thing. But it hasn't been as extreme. Can we agree on that? Like I'm thinking what, what two years think? back mm -hmm. before we moved to Villarica mm -hmm. and you were really like in your lows you know it was a really um it was a really low i feel i feel like i've gone through some pretty well, low low days since since our relationship like this is what it's me i only know you for three years mm -hmm. three four years oh you've, so, you've only uh, seen me depressed <laughs> so many times exactly just, i haven't seen you you've seen me at like a nine or ten i haven't, haven't seen, seen you i haven't seen you mental Hospital depressed? <laughs> I've only seen you. Oh, okay. You know, haven't got there yet. No, right, exactly. Okay. And hopefully we will. I don't want to. I, I, <laughs> I just don't want to. But so, yeah, so from our, our relationship, there's that was like, a, I think, one of the lowest points. But, and it used to be right before that, it was like you had good highs, and then it was the cycle was more, how do you say, um, like Regular. extremes? <laughs> no, it was like more extremes. Like you could be. You get really high, and then you come really, really low, and then really high, and then really, really low, and then now it seems like there are some ebbs and flows, but they don't seem like extreme. For the most part. Oh, okay. Well. From my perspective. I'm I, just saying. I, I I guess you know I rely on the, you know the other people that are watching me because I just feel like, um, I don't know. Maybe you see see stuff that I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've I've. Felt, I've, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've really felt bad about 
social incidents, like social misunderstandings, and I will, I'll torment myself with that. Um, why did somebody, uh, why did somebody do that? You know, were they doing this because of this? You know, I should have said this. You know, then I'm questioning you, Chris. I'm just like, Chris, did you see? You you were watching, right? And mm -hmm. of course, Chris wasn't watching. He was looking in the refrigerator, or or I don't know, um, in the living, living room, my life, or <laughs> yeah, doing something. And I'm like talking to somebody. I'm like, were they being rude? Were they? I don't know. I was looking for a sandwich, baby. Oh, <laughs> always. <laughs> if food's involved, don't rely on me. <laughs> I feel like my sense of self is affected then because I I feel like I lose um, a part of my rational self. You know, it's sort of like <laughs> it's like being in a dream and you know, you're walking down a hall and then all of a sudden you know, everybody starts flying in, in the dream. You're just like, oh, this must be how life is, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you just kind of accept it. And so, you know, I I think it even makes me more irate when something like this happens, when when something like that happens, and then I'm just like, oh, my gosh, nobody else is going to see it but me, and then I'm getting angrier. And then by the time I sit down to talk about it with you or something, I'm like angry me, and I'm just like, I feel like yelling, and that's why I feel like, you know, that, that's why I would say sense of self, because it just starts building up until it becomes something else. Like, it, you know, if, um, because first it was anger, right? Because I didn't, I, I wanted to go confront somebody, and, um, and then, you know, the more that I hold on to it, and, you know, not have a resolution for that, that situation, I'll I'll take it out on myself um, by just getting sad and sluggish and and that's what I I did too mm -hmm. and so I just I become uh, an exaggerated uh, uh, emotion <laughs> it was, it, I don't know. Um, I just take it to the extreme. You're like, oh, this is the end of the world. Um, but that that's why. Just in those situations, it, it can trigger that. Yeah, I was thinking maybe you're... Um, because you... Because of the unstable sense of self, it... Um, it leads you not to feel like you can well I feel like you know like you say a lot where you feel like you can't trust yourself and then so in it, it's because of your how you perceive things or maybe your emotional fluctuations and I'm wondering how your sense of self plays into that if you don't feel like you have a very good grasp of you know well I said something oh for example if you said something uh, funny and nobody laughs and you're like well am I funny or am I like you know I, I've seen you sort of lead those type of thoughts where 
you do something and you, then you question whether... And then I have to actively use a DBT skill mm -hmm. to stop doing that. Otherwise, it's going to, you know, turn, you know, uh, sad, mad, you know, angry. So, I, I, I feel like, you know, because of having DBT that even says, you know, I have a problem with sense of self, maybe... Maybe DBT is like a way of like correcting the way that I I react. Is that the same as sense of, sense of self? Well, I think like for me, sense of because you don't want me to be a hundred percent myself. You don't. You don't. You don't want me. To, you know. Well, I don't <laughs> think your your extreme emotional state or um, someone who gets really angry. I don't think. I don't think that's who you are. Like, I don't in certain, I mean, you have like you seen that, that? That's what, but for me, sense of self is like um, ideals or um, like your outlook on life or your aspirations or you know things of that nature more ethereal. Like, yeah, it's it, it's like there are these. It's like I have those. I have. I think everybody with BPD does. Everyone with BPD has goals that they want to meet and things that they want to do. But it feels like there's so many. There's so much interference from, at least for me, the the, the doubt of in my feelings or or, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm sure procrastination is, you know, it's a negative <laughs> trait, right? Mm -hmm. So it's probably something, you know, you're doing to relax your, your mind because you don't want to do the, the hard thing, so. Right, well, okay, so. I feel like I'm always struggling against myself because I really do, like, I, I, I was like, okay, I do want to get a job and, and, and I do, and then I'll just freak myself out of it. But what if this happens? What if this happens again? What if this happens again? What do, what do I do? What do? And it's like, logically, I know, okay, you can't know that's going to happen, but it's just, it, I have to. Sometimes the feelings are just overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's like becoming another me. You know, I can... Have you seen me yell before, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'll, I'll yell and be like, oh, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's not... Huh. You know, like, I have to... Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it's... Controlling myself. Or, like, I feel like I have different, like, different kinds of... Um, personas for my my emotions um and more and some of them more you know rational than others well i think it just because your emotions play such a large part in your makeup of who you are or, or because it's harder for you to control them or um not control them but what's the other word i think yeah um, i think it is hard hard to manage them hard to I think yeah, hard yeah, hard control. Regulate them. That's what yeah, I'm regulate. That's, that's the word I was looking for. A good word too. Do you want to look up anymore? Anyways. Any other words? So because that um, these quote unquote personas is it's how you perceive them, but then actually there's more or less just your emotions taking over, right? And where you just give into the emotions, and then lose lose sense sense of yourself and everything else. Mm -hmm. Um. And that's sort of how, like, no, what, who do you, who do you think, or do you have a sense of, um, 
who Ajani is. Like, if somebody was to say, well, who is Ajani? You, you would be able to have some sense of who was yes. to say. What would you say that? Hmm? What would you say to someone who doesn't know Ajani? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be in an interview right now. <laughs> this uh, is good practice. <laughs> <laughs> who is Ajani? No, I would, I would be able to tell, yeah, I would, I would definitely be able to do that. There are times I don't feel like I know who I am when I, I think when I'm very when I'm very depressed and down I forget about um, you know I'm thinking about Moana <laughs> who you are <laughs> but I, I really think um, forget I want to say about how how strong I am I guess lucky I am uh, how how many things that I, I, I can do um, how I can go on from this situation you know I just lose all hope and I just I don't like that I like to think I'm, I'm, I'm a hopeful person but there are times when I just feel like I've lost all that's it that's I've I've done everything I can you know, <laughs> and I just, I feel like I'm, I'm giving in. So is it that when you give in, do you feel like you're losing yourself? Or do you feel like you lose sight of who you are during those moments? Mm-hmm. So, um, one of the things that sort of, um, you know, it's kind of at the core of all this is that a stable sense of self is kind of required, uh, requires the ability to be yourself in one way despite the fact that sometimes you may behave or in contradictory ways so even if you're you know behaving as you mentioned where you're really angry and you're you're letting your your hulk ajani out and you're able to still see that or understand or be aware that that's not who you are you know that's that's uh, that's not the essence of who Ajani is, mm. right? Um, so, I guess that's sort of how you, one would characterize the um, the stable sense of self. Is if if you're not able to do that, or if you get lost in that emotion, then you lose it. Like, well, you know, am I? Is this who Ajani is? And then maybe that's why depression seeps in because you're like, oh well, I can't do anything, or. It just leads you down to that path yeah. of losing feeling, yourself. Feeling powerless. Mm-hmm. The illusion that you're powerless. And, you know, the identity is it's, um, can be very broad in, in that your sense of self or identity is probably... It's, it, well, it's made up of many different parts, right? So we have belief systems, attitudes, um, abilities, history, um, ways of behaving, personality temperament, knowledge, opinions, things like that. So what, what about self-esteem? Oh, yeah, I think I would self-esteem think, probably. Yeah, I would say that that's a big part of of identity. Well, it I mean you said personality, you know, I have a personality disorder. So uh <laughs> So well, I, think, I think in this sense it's more like are you a do you have a funny personality? Or type? are you a Virgo or are you a Cap- no. Capricorn? Okay. Oh, <laughs> Scorpio. <laughs> um, you know, all of those things are like, it's what makes a person who they are. 
So then, um, having, having a unstable personality kind of makes you lose sense of all that. that maybe not of all of them, because I know for, for certain that, you know, your beliefs don't change, even if you're really upset or if, um, you're in a really low point, you still have an outlook of life of, of, um, idealism and your beliefs are the same, but some of the other aspects of personality kind of do kind when of blur. I'm, when I'm, like, depressed? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm yeah. I'm very pessimistic about the world. You you've seen that. I'm, I'm very pessimistic pessimistic about the world and people and human nature. And you know, I'm like, why doesn't asteroid just come for all of us? <laughs> like, I'm just. <laughs> well, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, because I mean, I was kind of thinking. Well, I can go to that extreme. Maybe that was <laughs> from my. I mean, that's maybe I was thinking from me because, like, even if I am. Um, even if I'm upset about something, I know that, for example, if uh, um, I'm thinking about politics, unfortunately, but you know something happens, and and I part of me is like, okay, well, our belief is that the majority of people are good people. The majority of people on Earth are good people. So even if I am in a distressed state of mind, or if I'm being depressed or something I think for the most part I can still keep a good sense of who Christian is and kind of help me get through it um, hmm. which is kind of why identity is so important because that's how we're able to get through a lot of these stresses and, and low points and stuff because you know if you if you have a a world is constantly changing. You have to have something that stays the same, and that something is our our understanding of who we are, self identity. And if that's not stable, if that's not uh, but, staying yeah, same, then it can just keep you. When something changes, it'll just throw everything into chaos. Yeah, and you don't you're know wondering what, how to react. And that's probably why you don't mm -hmm. like changes. Yeah, <laughs> because you don't have a very good sense. Self? Yeah, I think it's also like that also affects my self esteem, you know. Yeah. How I feel, how I feel about myself, how I should feel about myself, because I, you know, I know DBT now, so I should feel this way about myself. I should be able to get out of this now, you know. <laughs> you know, so it's right. In you know, if, without knowing who you are, how can you develop a sense? that you are worthwhile or that you deserve respect or well, you, you know you deserve respect i think that's I, the constitution I, yeah, <laughs> but um, according to the constitution yes but sometimes you don't feel like you're worthwhile or that whatever you're doing is worthwhile and that's probably stems from that yeah i yeah not fully believing in myself or not not fully uh not wanting to to bet on something i guess you know, I don't want to be like, oh, I, I'm the best at something, you know, when, when I'm not. Then I'll get embarrassed. Yeah. But if I'm the best and guaranteed to win every time, I mean, put me in the game. Hmm. I, I'm just saying. But if I was to win like three times and then there was a loss after that, I'd be like, it's over my career. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm going to a game. 
I don't know why. <laughs> Game analogy. <laughs> That's was like Chris. I'm not a sports Soccer player. or football or, you know, football, Americano, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> away from the, the, the sports it. theme. Um, this is something that's um, kind of has been constant and I'm not sure well how would you like what what have you done when you feel like you've lost a sense of self to kind of regain it hmm it can take time to um like time to rest time to um let my let my extreme feeling subside and then I can see a little bit clearer. Um, mm. And I think that's just my, my logical side. And, and it just, the logic just gets cr- crowded and, and clouded and pushed around by the um, emotional side and, until it comes down. That's why a lot of times when my feelings are high, I feel like I should act right then and do something. But it's probably not a good idea because I'm probably going to act right then with my feelings high. And then when they come down, I'm going to be like, oh, crap, why did I do that? <laughs> you know, because I'm, I'm not really, I'm not myself, you know, so <laughs> I got to watch that. <laughs> do you? And you stop. <laughs> I was going to say, do you, like, um, go through the process of maybe, like, looking at your goals, looking at your, your board, and sort of restructuring or reaffirming what's meaningful in your life or um, those characteristics that make you know, they give the sense of identity back to, into you like do you take stock in that or do you sort of just kind of yeah, I think this let what, it flow I think that's what my, my board is about it has goals up there and things that I want to accomplish and some supportive words so it's all about uh, reminding me of, of who I am and some, some of it just has inside jokes that I probably just get, you know, so, it, you know, <laughs> it does, it reminds me of, of, you know, maybe how, how weird I am or how abnormal I am. It's a, it's something that I get to design my, myself, mm-hmm. even though Chris would probably love to get his hands on and draw, you know, flowers and, you know, I don't know, river and, uh I'm just afraid one day I'm going to come in. You're just going to go, look, I made a portrait. I had to erase some of your stuff, but... <laughs> I never touched your board. <clears throat> hmm. Don't think about it. Stop looking at it. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a good reminder of who I am, especially when I am feeling extreme emotions. I, I have to start reminding myself of myself. You know, who... Um, how I how I really want things to go. Um, because sometimes in the moment, you know, that emotional rush just feels good. Mm. Oh yeah, give me more of that emotional rush. I was just thinking, I don't think I've really, there's been a few occasions where I'm sort of, I'm thinking about, have I ever experienced this sense of, um, um, ident- uh, I think I've pushed you identity. there. <laughs> I've pushed you there to the point where you've yelled, which is very unlike you. 
Well, but that, I don't think feel like that changes. I don't feel like that. It wasn't you, Chris. Deserves my self, I self sense of identity. Like I, I definitely was not characteristic of my regular person. But even during those moments, I knew. I felt like I knew who I was. So, so you knew who you were when you broke your Apple Watch. Yes, I was just in a fit of rage. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I blacked <laughs> out. It's <laughs> not losing your sense of self. <laughs> no, like I, I mean that in some of the other things that we discussed mm-hmm. earlier about, um, you know, um, what, what was the what was some of the things <laughs> I mentioned? I can't even remember right now. About. Attitude, abilities, oh, personality, values, right, all, temperament. All I mean, temperament definitely. You gotta I, give I me something. Lost, I can give. I lost okay. my temperament, mm-hmm. but you know, the other things I still had a good grasp of of, of them, right? So I don't. Uh, there's only. I feel like there has been a few occasions, and if I sit here and think about it, I can probably name them in, in a hand, in one hand, the number of times that I've sort of lost my sense of self. Obviously, I think, you know, that's... And that's something that's weird is that, of course, when we're younger, we don't really have that. And it's something that develops. But there's no real clear, like, oh, I discovered my sense of self at this date on, you know... It's something that constantly gets developed over yeah, time. Yeah, I've been building right. up. So, um, I can't imagine being that disoriented to not have a good grasp of that, um... Because I haven't experienced that, I don't think. Um, even, I, I'm guessing recently. Well, you did with being gay, right? Right. That was years ago. I was, what, uh-huh. 19? Uh-huh. <laughs> there it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that was only partial as well, I guess. Well, and it was I'm, just something I was thinking about. Yeah. You know, with you, I guess... You, I guess would you just try to keep gay stuff out of your mind? You know, things that that would trigger it, or do yep. you just act like it just didn't exist? Um, I did sh- try to keep it out of mind. I, of course, um, made myself believe that I wasn't, and um, then I was like, "Well, maybe I am, but that's God's way, and that's what He wanted." Who, who, um. Who are these Christians who say that they know what God wanted? If God wanted me gay, then he's going to make me gay. And I was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. And so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it, it was partial, I guess, the sense of self was, I, right, that was a pivotal moment in that I was creating the self-identity for myself. I was thinking about that because it made me think about um, when, uh, when I was younger, uh, when I was like at, at least in like preschool, you know, I I judge by my mom's reaction that being gay mm-hmm. is bad, and so it, for some reason, I think as most, um, I, I'm sure all gays. Do. Yeah, but but I I feel like I remember myself saying to myself, or just just an understanding, and it's always been an understanding. My my life is like okay, well, 
you know, I know I'm gay. I'm okay with that, but I just got to hide from everybody else. Okay. I mean, mm. I, I still, I didn't like any girls. I had lots of friends in middle school that were girls and all the guys were just like, oh, how are you doing that? Oh my gosh. I was like, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> they know Same. something you don't, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? So I just, but I knew, I knew who I was. I was like, I just got to hide it. And then when I got up to high school, I was like, okay, well, it's time to tell everybody. But I never had, I never struggled with that. I knew instantly this is who, I, and that kind of amazes me because it could have gone the other way like oh my parents don't like this i need to hide this forever well that's very interesting in that you had a very good sense of identity back then at such a young age whereas to i didn't like i remember knowing that it was not okay like you said based on my parents reactions specifically there's one time when i was in second grade and i was caught kissing a boy and i don't remember the whole the whole scenario or everything that happened but I do remember vividly my parents reaction to it which was very negative and also the talk that I was given about gay people going to hell and that I don't want to be that and that I shouldn't be that or do any of that or kiss you know another another man Uh, of course it was a kid (laughs) but um so all of that came along throughout the years It, it stayed with me and then I put it away in my mind, mm. you know, when we moved to the States. I didn't think about it. Um, I do remember thinking guys were attractive. The, the other boys, I didn't think of them as attractive. I just thought they were, like, nice to look at, you know? Mm-hmm. But I didn't kind of put That's two attractive. and two together. <laughs> right. But I wasn't thinking of it You're as nice to look at. <laughs> so I do remember doing that, but it was, you know, of course nothing sexual, because it was a kid still. Um, but then... I did, like, I was I, I was aware of that, and then I remember consciously trying not to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, okay, no. And so I, like, try to force myself to look at girls and to, to like, girls. And, of course, like, most gays, I had mostly girlfriends. Um, but then when I was coming, you know, into my later years, I did, I did have a, a bad sense of self because... I rejected myself and my feelings. It wasn't like you where I was like, well, this is who I am and everybody's just going to have to deal with it. I I think because of other aspects of my life, I've always been more of the... Um, where I wanted to please everyone. So my parents, in particular at this time. I didn't want... I think I was afraid of that reaction again. And... So I, I bottled it up and I ignored it for a long time until high school. Um, and, and that was, thinking back on it, yeah, that was a good example of where I didn't have a good sense of self. Mm. And it's, uh, it's, you know, it's odd. So you, it, that must have happened for you, for you to lose um, or have problems with your sense of self must have been after that point in time when you came out. And you had mentioned that, you know, your BPD, um, what do you call it, um, uh, like the, the symptoms, the symptoms, Mm -hmm. you were displaying them around high school, like early college. I want to say really middle school. I, I can, I can really remember, yeah, in, in middle school, um, having like a really hard time. And feeling 
uh, kind of like forgotten at home and, mm -hmm. um, and you know, I, I always remember these events that have you done? I think you have where you tell your mother about an event that was really important to you that kind of added to your value. And they're like, I don't remember that. Mm -hmm. you remember, you know, I told my mom about, I remember when you, you uh, were in the car and I was, um, uh, in preschool, you're like, why'd you do that with that boy? You shouldn't have done that. Why should she said, I don't, oh, I don't remember that. I'm, not, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and I told my dad about something. He's like, no, I don't, no, but, and it just kind of makes me doubt. Like, I'm just, mm. but maybe, you know, memory is a, is a weird thing. You know, we can't remember every little thing. You would think that, you know, maybe mm -hmm. we would, but, you know, I'm sure if I told my dad about, you know, some of that, that stuff that affected me, he's like, oh, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the I don't I don't really know why the gay thing was. Oh, it was I I just felt like you know that's okay. I think I was just very liberal. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean it, it just felt like all my siblings were like that too. Like we weren't really like judgmental of of anybody. And and the weird thing is like it our our parents brought us up to be that way you know <laughs> and there was there was this um gay man that went to our church and I knew he was gay because he wore like lots of makeup and he had like really great hair dye and mm. he would like sit in yeah his name was uh Willie Willie Green <laughs> Willie Green he was he was yeah he was pretty pretty did you just um, out someone oh wow he's no whatever <laughs> this is a long time ago um I, I believe he passed away. I believe he passed away already. But I just remember um, him being in the church and that uh, sometimes the pastor would, would talk about anti-gay stuff. Uh, sometimes I would hear other mm. anti-gay stuff, but nobody would say anything to him. You know? And he just Love kind of... Sinner. And he just kind of ignored it. And I think he was going <laughs> to that church because he had been going with his mom, mm -hmm. you know, for many years. So maybe it was like out of commitment. But I remember seeing that and he designed my dad's uh, doctor's office so um, I got to um, meet him and stuff, and of course he was a flamboyant, like he was like like somebody like from mm -hmm. I don't know mm -hmm. L A or something. I don't know somebody from California that like wears scars and is dramatic. I don't know, <laughs> mm -hmm. but that was my. I, I think that was the the first person that I knew was gay. I mean, I didn't know he was gay, but you know the way that people looked at him let me know that no nobody ever came up to me and said what gay is. You know, describe any of that stuff. They, I just kind of found out, you know, he's the, he's he's one of them, mm. but I, I never thought that I was gonna grow up and wear makeup and, and stuff like that. But, mm. yeah, I just. Well, it, I've always thought did, that. Oh, I just want to say it did kind of amaze me though that somebody could, live, um, in in alternate, <laughs> I would say alternate a uh, lifestyle from what other people, would see. You know, it's not hurting anybody, and they're just okay with it. So. Mm -hmm. I think that's all I ever wanted to be, just okay with myself. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it takes, I, th I would think it takes a lot of self-esteem to be able to accept who you, are, who you are as a gay person at a young age and be okay with it and just like, come out and, and sort of how you view yourself, you know, I'm gay and this is who I am. You know, people can deal with it. And... Because I did, I've always had low self-esteem from, and you know, that's
that's something that maybe I need to talk to a therapist about. <laughs> well, you're making, but, you're making it sound like I was throwing a parade after that. No, like I just, but... Even, I said, I'm gay and I'm going to hide it until which time I can tell somebody, which would be high school. You know, that's what I... Right, <laughs> I said, but I'm even gay and I'm locking away. But even, but, when you, but even that in itself just takes um, self-esteem, like, or self-acceptance that I didn't have. And that a lot of people don't have, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like... struggle with even just saying, even admitting it. Yeah, I feel like I should have gone, you know, a separate way and just been like, you know, oh my gosh, I really need to eliminate this. But I just, I don't know. I don't know why that just it didn't make any, any sense to well, me. Well, that's why I say that I feel like that's, self-esteem plays a big part in that. Just because it takes a lot for a person to admit something to themselves or to be comfortable and... Acknowledging their their self truths. Yeah, and you know what? It's cute when the girls kiss the the boys. Oh, don't do that. Oh, don't 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 do. Oh, you know. But no, if I steal a kiss, it's ah, call his mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's wrong? Ah, <laughs> ah. Mm. Uh, uh, now we're talking about our gayness. Did you want to say something else, Brady? No, no. I was just thinking about that. Um, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. How, even I guess throughout the years, how our percep- self perception changes, and then even our, because now I feel like I've more self assured. I'm more. Um, I have a better sense of who I am, and I'm more self confident. Than where mm-hmm. I was, you know, ten twenty years ago. Well, I like to think that it was all of the Sesame Street. And Arthur, my mother. I mean, we we watched no. so much stuff. No, because Barney. I watched them. I watched them all, and it did not help. Barney, <laughs> Sherry. Uh, yeah, I don't remember any gay. Oh no, there were the Bert and Ernie. That's where I got it. I'm mm. like, well, they could be close friends. They just live together, just mm-hmm. roommates. <laughs> yeah, no, it's something. I think it. Uh, of course, it's just something else, and it plays with your environment and also just your um, upbringing. Yeah. Um, but I think that I think maybe what was a big knock back to my self esteem was changing cultures. Early on in my years, in my developing years, I was, a, I was, around eight years old when we moved to the states, so I didn't know any English and I didn't have any friends. So having to start from zero. Can I think kind of really pushed me to recede into myself, and. Um, and that's where I stayed for a long time. <laughs> hmm. And now you're here. <laughs> <laughs> My mom said um, that when I was little, um, I, some of the kids um, would ask me to play with them. And I didn't know any English, so of course, you know... Um, I remember that my mom, she had a, she gave me a gold, gold bracelet. And so I had it on me. And then my mom, I remember my mom telling me, don't, don't give away your bracelet or don't take it off. <laughs> and because if you do, I'm going to hit you or something. With a club. Right. Um, and so that's like, that's what stayed in me. And that was, that I was nervous about that, obviously. <laughs> so when kids would come and ask me if I wanted to play, you know, it was just gibberish. And I would just say no. <laughs> because in my mind I was thinking I was I don't know why but I was thinking they were wanting me to 
show them or give them my bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> so, and then wow. I was doing that until one of the other kids who knew Spanish as well, Spanish and English, came it's to like, me. Hey, and, why are you not wearing bracelet? No, they came to me and they're like, um, they're just, they're asking if you want to play. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and so, you know, that language barrier and and those all those embarrassing moments that would happen to me, mm. you know, um, I think that's what set me back so much as a child in getting my self-esteem or, or developing a good sense of self. I think it's kind of what took me. Yeah. Oh, well. well, sounds like I started with good self-esteem, but then I whittled it down. Well, <laughs> sometimes Benjamin Button. I don't know. <laughs> Curious case of Benjamin Button. It happens backwards. <laughs> Forwards. I don't know. Well, this has been an interesting conversation. I know who I am now. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a great conversation. Thank you, Chris, for sitting down with me and doing this Chris does a lot, everybody, and for him to grace us with his presence <laughs> is uh, pretty big. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Thank you, baby. Um, so, guys, we will see you next time. Yes. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving break, or as some oh. people may know it, um... Indigenous Peoples Remembrance Day. Yeah, I, I, I was just like, I think it's a Puritan Suck Day, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, those guys were, you know, do you know what a zealot is? Yeah. <laughs> Don't look it up. Uh, Happy holidays. Right. All right. All right, peace out. Bye. Bye.